0: Hi guys, Joe Wolverton, teacher of liberty here, uh, coming at you this Friday with a quick video. Uh, I'm going to give you kind of a rest because I know Wednesday was a long video, it was 17 minutes or so, but I ask you guys, please watch the whole video. That video on Aristotle, no one's ever taught this. I've never taught the whole thing in any of my classes, but living in the times we live in, I realized that what Aristotle wrote is frighteningly frighteningly accurate of the times we live in. He wrote this book, Politics. Uh, go read book five. I put the link to it in the show notes of that video. So please do that. Share it around, okay? And But tonight I want to talk about something, the law, the concept of the law. What is the law? Because every day, literally every day, I get scores of messages from people saying, well, Joey, you say don't obey the quarantine, don't wear a mask, all of these things— But it's the law, and don't we have an obligation as Christians or patriots to obey the law? And I say, yes, we do. And they say, then how can you argue against it? The definition of the word the law is the key, my friends. Let me give you an analogy, okay, that I think might explain how to to approach this concept of the law and whether we're obeying it or not. So, Christians and Jews will agree that we have an obligation to honor our fathers and our mothers. So let's say our mom and dad, they're going on holiday and they are leaving you with a babysitter. And your mom and dad leave you clear instructions. Obey your babysitter. Okay. They go away. You're at home with the babysitter. The babysitter hands you a cigarette and says, smoke this. Now... Are you morally obligated to smoke the cigarette because you have a moral obligation to obey your mom and dad and your mom and dad told you to obey the babysitter? Are you morally obliged to smoke that cigarette, guys? No one in his right mind would say yes. Okay? So, when we are obliged obligated morally to obey the law. Not everything Congress or a state legislature or a president or a governor says, not everything they say is law. If the babysitter says, eat your salad, you're going to feel a moral obligation to do that. You know mom and dad would want you to do that. The babysitter says, smoke this cigarette, you're going to be like, nope. We should have that same courage, that same moral comprehension when it comes to something as important as the law that many of us are feel obliged to obey. It's one of our principles of our faith. Many of you as Christians, you know, you read in the Bible that we should be subject to the law, right? Okay, but what is the law? So, I want to read you a couple of quotes by a man who's words are so savage, Cicero, uh, also known as Chickpea, also known as Kikoro, known to our founding fathers as Tully, because his last name was Tullius. They called him Tully. Let me read you a little dialogue that Cicero writes in his book called The Laws. So he says, one of the guys says to another one, they're having a fake dialogue, and he says, but wait, we're obliged. It's a good thing to obey the law. And the other says, yes, but there is something to be understood in that. Those who formulate, so create, write, wicked and unjust statutes for nations, they put into effect anything but laws. In other words, not just because someone's a congressman, uh, a state legislator, a president or a governor, If what he says, if he formulates wicked and unjust statutes, he's breaking the oath he made, and those things aren't anything but laws. It must be clear, that is, the definition of the term law. So he goes down, and he says, well, what is it? If it's anything that the assembly passes, and he says, what of the many deadly The pestilential statutes which nations put in force. Pestilential, meaning destroying. You talk about people who are losing their lives and losing their money and losing their jobs. That's pestilential. Do these things deserve to be called laws if they are simply the rules of a band of robbers passed in an assembly? Guys, think about, come on. Let's be our father's children. Not anything spoken by a band of robbers calling themselves Congress or calling themselves legislators is the law. Sometimes it's simply just anything but law. Neither in a nation can any statute of this sort be called a law even though the people accept it in spite of its being ruinous. I don't care if 9 million people in Arizona think an executive order signed by a tyrant is the law. I know that it isn't. I know Cicero knows it isn't. That is just some pestilential rule passed by a robber. And in his case, it's one guy. It's not even an assembly. A statue of that sort cannot be called law even though the nation, in spite of its being a ruinous regulation, has accepted it. Calling it law doesn't make it a law, people. Don't smoke the cigarette. You know that's not what your parents meant. Don't smoke the cigarette. Don't obey tyrannical regulations passed by some robber. You're better than that. We're all better than that. So when someone says,